What would your life look like if you felt confident in your body and in your health habits? We believe that confidence is possible for all people. This is the Free Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of Free Method Nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. As some of y'all may know, I have been supplementing some of Calder's feedings with Bobby over the past four months, and we have been loving it. One of the main reasons why we chose Bobby when we knew we were going to add formula to Calder's feeding is because of their high quality ingredients and simple recipe. As the only mom-led and founded infant formula company in the U.S. with an organic European-style recipe that meets all FDA standards, they continue to set the bar as the leading clean infant formula. And they recently have received the Clean Label Project Purity Award and pesticide-free certification. This is huge. And really what this means, the Clean Label Project, it evaluates products for substances that would never be found on the product label. So things like heavy metals, pesticide residues, and plasticizers. And the fact that Bobby received this award gives me the confidence as a parent and the peace of mind knowing that what Calder is getting and ultimately what's going into his body contains all the ingredients that his body needs and nothing that it doesn't. So if you're in need of a high quality formula to feed your baby, Bobby definitely has my stamp of approval. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash Bobby, B-O-B-B-I-E to order yours today and use promo code Dylan Murphy 10 so you can get 10% off. Welcome back to another episode of Free Method Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Alexis Joseph. Alexis, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yes. I I feel like when I reached out to you to come on the podcast, this was one where I was like, I want to talk to her. Like, I feel like she's like, I feel like you're like what a few steps ahead of like where I am as like a mom. So I'm like, I feel like I have a lot to learn from her. So selfishly, I want her to come on the podcast and for many other reasons, of course, but I'm very excited for this conversation. I love talking to other moms too. So I'm equally as excited. Yeah. Um, Well, I would love just to start for you to tell our listeners a little more about you and kind of everything that, well, not everything that got you to where you are today, but what got you kind of to where you are today. Yeah. So I am a registered dietitian. I started a blog called a food blog called homo sapien in 2011. So I've been in the food blogging world for a long time and I helped uh, co-found a restaurant group in 2014, right after grad school called alchemy. So we have two brick and mortar restaurants and we have a, a meal, a meal delivery service. And so I do kind of a combination of all those things. And I had a baby boy, Max, just uh, 13 months ago. So a lot has changed professionally and personally, but all in wonderful ways. Yeah. And gosh, I feel like there's so many like topics I want to go into, but just since you just kind of brought up work, I'm curious what work kind of looks like for you now. And I'm sure that's even evolved over the past 13 months, um, versus like what it looked like for you pre max. 
For sure. So it's been an interesting mix because I was hospitalized in the last trimester of my pregnancy and also amidst like the pandemic. So I got pregnant just a couple months after the pandemic started and the restaurants, you know, we had to close the restaurants temporarily. So, so much was in flux and so much has changed and it's almost hard to like, okay, what was because of the pandemic and what was because of having a baby? Because I slowed down a lot, just preparing for maternity leave and all that. But I definitely like fetishized productivity in my 20s. I was a very like hustler mindset. I was very determined to pay off my boatload of student loans and have definitely changed my mindset a bit in my 30s. I also struggled with a lot of disordered eating in my early 20s and, you know, trying to seek that control in all ways of my life. But I was doing a lot before the pandemic and before I got pregnant with, you know, running my blog full time, also being you know, a jack of all trades for our restaurants. I've definitely taken a lot of steps back with the restaurants. Um, and you know, as far as like helping with the marketing and overseeing operations, started taking steps back, you know, a little bit before pregnancy and have taken huge steps back now. So now my work-life balance, if you, you know, it's like, what is work-life balance? Yeah. <laughs> but I, my son is in daycare money for Thursday. I started that when he was eight months old and like hardest thing ever. And then like the best thing I ever did minus things. But, um, I am really loving, you know, I work, I feel like my work now is a lot more focused on my blog. I'm also just kind of exploring like what I'm really craving change. And I think having Max, like having a child changes even all the most wonderful ways and really trying to peel back the layers of me, like thinking my identity is like these things I have done, like I'm a sapien and alchemy. Um, like considering them more chapters in my story versus defining me. And I've just been really curious, honestly, about doing some different things that's not even public yet. So this audience is the first to hear that, but just being a little exhausted by just the social media space and wanting to honor my mental health and like keep my professional cup feeling full versus, Mm. um, just kind of doing everything on repeat. Yeah. And I think you're not the only one in that space of like, just trying to like figure out what's next. I know like I can definitely relate with that totally of like, even, and I think a lot of it for me does come with like, just having had a baby, I guess four, four and a half months ago, but just seeing, yeah. Like, what do I want life to look like? Do I want it to continue to look like what it has as far as like what I'm doing with work? Do I want things to change? Because I think I also realize now how exhausting certain things can be of like, okay, if I'm putting all my energy into social media, for example, then I have like no energy left to like play with my son after I'm done with work. And like, I want to have energy. So like what type of work actually fills me up? Right. That resonates with me so much. It's like your priorities change so much. And when you have a newborn, especially like you're just so tired because you're not getting you know, as much sleep. And I found that what I wanted changed so much. Like every month of my son grew up and I really struggled with postpartum anxiety. And like, I had crises about what I wanted to do and it wasn't, or I should say not knowing what I wanted to do. And I really, there needs to be like a normalization around that, those feelings. And it wasn't like, I, you know, I just want to stay home with Max all day. I never wanted that. I never felt like that was for me personally, you know, in the beginning it was like, I think every mom is like, Oh my God, how could I leave my kid to go do anything? Nothing is as important. 
like for me, my experience was like, as time went on, I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to work. Like love my kids to death, but like I love to work. So, um, but yeah, like I've really struggled with figuring out what I want to do. And it's like these things I used to do that I used to, again, totally just identify myself as don't satisfy me in the way they used to. And that could very well be because I have this human who like means so much more than yeah. you know, my business was my baby. Now I have an actual one and it like really puts things in perspective. So yes, I've had that thought so many times because I remember even saying that, I mean, so often before having called her of like, oh, my business is my firstborn. Like that's my baby. And now I'm like, no, like it literally doesn't like, I can't even like make that correlation anymore. Cause I'm like having an actual child has taught me so much more than starting a business has like, yes, I've learned so much through starting a business for sure, but it's just different things that like having a child becoming a mom takes you through. A hundred percent. I think it reminds me too, just like for me, I love, I'm very passionate about work, but I also love feeling passionate about things that have nothing to do with work. And I think that's really important. And having Max has helped me lean into that. Like it's okay. Like I should play with my son and not be thinking about work. And I want to go hang out with my friends, which I do a lot. And I want to like sit down and read a book and not feel like, what am I, what emails am I not answering? Like leaning into just giving yourself that freedom, because I think there's a lot of guilt with just being an entrepreneur and being a mom. And like, no one's telling you, you should do your 20% of your time this. And you know what I mean? There's no like code for it. So Mm. you have to like really practice just like compassion for yourself, I think. Yes. Yes. And even going off of that, like what are, I guess thing, cause I think one big thing I've learned throughout motherhood is like, there's no way I could have prepared for this. Like, sure. I did what I could to prepare as best I can, but like what you don't, you don't really know until you're in it. And I guess like looking back, I like the initial question I thought to ask was like, did you feel prepared for motherhood? But I'm like, I don't know if anyone like fully feels prepared for motherhood, but even like, I guess looking back to yourself, like pre, like during your pregnancy, like what are things that you would even like want to tell that version of yourself now? Yeah, that's a really cool question. And and honestly, that question also reminds me of like, like, you know, could like, I think about the pandemic and just how much life has changed. And it's like having a child and the pandemic have both been such lessons for me. And like, we do not know what tomorrow will bring in the best way and in the worst way. Um, and it's like, how can you, like, all you can do is live your life today in a way that feels true to like what your soul wants. And I definitely don't feel like I could have prepared. I I wasn't the, like the pregnant person that was like reading all the books and like, I just wanted to kind of like, I felt like I had like the motherly intuition that I needed and I didn't want to like have information overload. Um, but yeah, it's just. It's, uh, I, I think just honoring that, like how you, who you are now is not who you'll be in three months and it's not who you'll be in the next three months. And it's not who you'll be in three years and giving yourself the grace to just like embrace change in seasons of life. And yeah, it's like, we're just like the universe is going to happen as the universe happens. And we just have to make sure our values are aligned with what we're doing as yeah. things. And like, just knowing that, yeah, like change is inevitable. It's the only thing that's guaranteed, you know? Yes. Oh, that's so true. And like with 
motherhood brings so much change and sleep deprivation (laughs) and being tired. Uh, What are, I mean, I'm sure, and I think, I can't remember if we had hit record yet or not, but like what I know you said before, I think it was before we hit record of like, you feel like you've learned something new almost like each month that your son has been alive. Like, and so I guess looking back on these past 13 months, what would be some of those, like kind of like the biggest, like, I don't know if a lesson is even the right word, but just the biggest things that you've learned in these like 13 months of being a mom. Yeah. I'll say in the first year, I mean, and I tell this to all new moms because I, I was told this and I like, didn't believe it at the time, but it gets so much easier. Like the beginning of motherhood, especially I think your first is so challenging just because it's like such whiplash of like pregnancy. It's like mom, 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 mom. And you have a baby and no one cares about the mom. It's all about the baby. You don't see a doctor for six weeks. Your vagina is falling off. You're like depressed. I mean, not to scare people, like literally, I but it's real. <laughs> more obsessed with being a mom, but like, yeah, in the beginning, and like you're up all night. Like the breastfeeding was extremely challenging for me. So, um, my, like my son had horrible like eczema. I didn't even know what eczema was. My son like breastfeeding was a gigantic challenge. I exclusively pumped. Like just these random like learning to get him to sleep. Um, just so many challenges that like. In the beginning, I was like, how am I ever going to like do that? Like it felt, you know, when they're a newborn, it's just the day is such on repeat. It's like, feed, yeah. feed. It, it feels very chaotic. And I think about my son now and he's like, I just like put him on the floor while I'm making dinner. And he just like, you know, plays with the measuring cups. He's crazy and runs into the trash can, but he's like already like independent and he's only one. And like, just the fact that I can like make dinner and he can just like waddle around like is so much easier. The fact that we can like, you know, take, he's not napping every five seconds. Like we can like take him out and like, um, so I don't know, I guess just like knowing that I don't even remember what the original question was, but, but just keeping in mind that like, it really does get so much easier. And I've learned to, when I'm in the moment of something that's really hard, like weaning Max off a bottle or, um, oh my God, he used to eat everything and now he throws everything at him on the floor or like, oh my God, he has this constant ear infections and I have to get tube surgery. Like there's these little things that you think are everything and then they pass and you're like, okay, it's fine. Yes. Like, and oh, yeah. there's something else that's going to happen and then it's going to be yeah. fine. That's just like parenthood. Yes. Then they're yes. going to be a teenager and like hate you and it's fine. Oh my gosh, yes. So um, yeah, I think like, I can just imagine when I'm my second kid, like I'm going to just have such a better idea of like, all right, it's going to be really hard for a bit, but it's going to just like so much easier. And so they get more fun. Like not just like they have a personality and they're like so fun to be with. And it's like, I can't wait to see you in the morning versus like, I'm a zombie. I'm just yes. so hard. You <laughs> like, know? I'm so tired. Uh, yeah. I get, cause I feel like now having a four and a half month old, he's starting to like show more of a personality where I'm like, okay, you're like, a human like you like make these little sounds and like this is fun because yeah I feel like the first few months like you're literally just surviving like have we fed him is his diaper changed can we get like an hour of sleep between those like and I was the same way like I still am exclusively pumping and that I feel like for me or just like feeding in general was like one of the biggest things for me that I was like I did not expect it to be this hard like no one talks about it. And I think for me, I'm curious if you felt the same way. Like, I feel like as a dietitian, I just went in with the assumption of like, 
oh, well, I like help people eat for a living. So like, I should be able to like, like breastfeeding, that'll be so easy. And so then when it wasn't like, that was like one of the things that I feel like all throughout pregnancy, I didn't even like really think about it. I was just like, oh, breastfeeding. Yeah, sure. That's what we'll do. And then when it like didn't work out, I was like, what? Like, so I feel like it's a lot of like shattering certain expectations, Hundred percent. but then like learning so much from all of that. Yeah. Like the feeding is such a full-time job. And like, just when they're so young and they're so dependent on you for like to survive, like their nutrition, um, and even like weaning off pumping, like I weaned off pumping like seven months. Like I didn't know that when you wean off breastfeeding that you have like these crazy changes hormonally and you might be depressed and like you have all these, it's like postpartum all over again. It's crazy. And I, I would say like once I had Max on formula and I was like, this is a sick joke. I can just like dump his food in a bottle and shake it. Like, what was I doing for eight months? Yeah. Cause you know, when you're pumping, like I had no sex drive. I like, mm-hmm. I also like had crazy sex issues where I couldn't even like, when I was cleared of sex, I was like, yeah, right. I like, I had to go to public floor therapy and it was yes. horrible. Oh, me too. <laughs> it like, it affects you in so many ways. And, um, when I, I think a humongous hurdle for me was when I stopped when I was fully weaned off, I felt like, I mean, to give you something to look forward to, like it yeah. was, you're a new person because you're not, you know, I'm going to a meeting, I have to bring all these things, I have to wash them and I have to do this and I have to put milk in the bottle. And then, and then I might as well not even leave because I have to schlep so much stuff yes. everywhere. And yes, I mean, figuring out pumping was like a science. Oh, it totally is. I, I like, have, yeah, I, I like, like to give the disclaimer. Like I had, I worked with this woman who's a sleep coach and a lactation consultant and she like, mm-hmm changed my life. So mm. I could have never figured it all out on my own. Uh, it's so much. I like some days I think I'm like, what was life like before I like it revolved around pumping? <laughs> Cause now it's like, yeah, okay. I need to pump in this many hours or like literally right before this call. It's like, well, I usually pump at three. So I'm going to need to pump at like two 30. Cause my call's at three. Like yes. it just is always in your mind. <laughs> so I do look forward to the days of weaning and not having to deal with it anymore. Yeah. And just like your body being yours again, like mm-hmm. you sacrifice so much as a mom, like you're pregnant and your body, you're sharing your body. And then you have your baby, like you're in a lot of pain physically and mentally. And then you're like breastfeeding. And I feel like, again, like it's like the hormones aren't all settled until you're just like, like, I feel like the year mark, you really yeah. start to feel like, like, I feel like my old self in a lot of ways. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so good for people to hear, like whether people listening are like pregnant moms, maybe one day want to become a mom to know, like there is, I don't even, I mean, I guess kind of like a light at the end of the tunnel. There's a point where you will start to feel more yourself and still at the same time, like be going through this ever evolving, changing journey because you're also like the child is with you for a long time. Totally. Yeah. I think it's so important to keep in mind, like the change, like, the changes aren't like, you're not always going to be that way forever. Like there's so much fear about, you know, your body changing and all that is so beautiful and we're making life. And it's also like, you know, you talk, think even about like your boobs, like your, my boobs are huge. Mm-hmm. Now they're like yes. these flat, whatever. And it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's going to keep changing. Like, even when I stop pumping, like, it's like your breast tissue doesn't even go back to normal for like several months. Like yeah, nothing wow. is forever. And it's just important to like have that reminder of like, 
like I think permanence can be very like scary. Like I'm never going to sleep. I'm never going to like have my boobs back. I'm never going to like not want to punch my husband. Like you have to <laughs> kind of like, don't say never. Like this is, yeah, it's going to pass. And it mm-hmm. does like things oh, change yeah. so much. Yes. Cause I remember that even with like the, like not really sleeping much in those like super early days, like first few weeks, first few months and having to remind myself, like there will be a day one day in the future where I do sleep through the night, like it will happen again, but it's so easy when you're in those kind of like dark moments of like, I'm never going to sleep through the night again. I'm always going to be this tired. Like, how am I going to survive? And I think it's easy for those kind of like thought spirals to happen because you're already at this like weak point feeling like broken in so many different ways. Totally. And then you're like, cause in the beginning you're like, how do people have this many kids? Like, yeah. How do people do this again? Yeah. Like the thought of having another kid used to literally like nauseate me. Yes. And like, I just started being like, I could do it again. Like, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Cause yes. I like, black out, you like black out the beginning. And like, oh, yeah. I'm the first to say like the newborn phase was not for me. Like mm-hmm. some people love that phase. I didn't. And like, that's okay. I love the phase now. And you just like, there's, you just have to remember like there's a light at the end of the tunnel and that's like you through it and you just like love this as hard as it is you like love this thing just as much so yes yeah it is like the like I feel like that's something that's been so true for me of kind of having these like two opposing emotions at the same time like there's days that feel like so hard so discouraging so sad all these like more like hard emotions but then at the same time it's like oh my gosh this is also like the sweetest season I've ever been in I love him so much like this is so great and that can feel so like awkward in a sense of like, how can I be so excited and like happy, but also so like sad and confused at the same time? Yeah. It's such like, it's such a crazy balance of emotions and it's unlike anything we've ever felt. Like there's Mm -hmm. just really nothing you do in life that could, I mean, unless you've been through like, you know, some, you know, crazy trauma that haven't been through, not that haven't been trauma, but like, you just, you just kind of have to go into it with an open mind. And, and again, like, remember that, like, it's just, you know, ups and downs and ups and downs. Hmm. What, so for someone listening who maybe is like a new mom or like close to be like, who's pregnant, close to becoming a new mom, what would be like something you really hope that she hears from this conversation? I know we've talked about a lot of things just of like, how to not feel alone because we're all in it together. But like, what would be just one big thing that you'd hope that she would walk away from this hearing? So there's a quote that I always think of that makes me like so warm and fuzzy and it's Mm -hmm. be open to it being better than you imagined. Mm -hmm. And whether, you know, you're a pessimist or an optimist and whether it's about like a personal struggle or a job or motherhood or a change, this is just a quote that really like energizes me, gets me excited. And motherhood is more incredible than I could have ever imagined. And I think that with how much things change just week to week in like new motherhood, it's so important to just like have that positive mindset and remember Mm. that like you definitely have so much to look forward to with that, like the journey of being a mom. Mm. So I think just like, I'm actually like kind of naturally a pessimist and it's not something I love about myself, but it's something I've just kind of, um, recognized and that just, again, that's like a little mantra that I like to remind myself and just to remind all future moms that 
Mm. like whatever fears you have, whatever hesitations, if you think you're not enough or what have you, it's going to be better than you can imagine because Mm. motherhood is just like unimaginable because we can't, we have nothing, you know, compare it to. So yeah. Yeah. Of like a different answer, but mm. I know I, I love that quote. And I think it's so good to hear that too, because I mean, we've talked a lot about like the hard things of motherhood. So someone listening, it could be easy to think like, why would anyone want to become a mom? Like this sounds horrible. But I mean, that quote sums that up perfectly of like, it's also like better than you could have ever imagined. And like I said a minute ago, of like these two like opposing emotions existing at the same time, it can be the hardest thing you've ever done, but also the best thing you've ever done at the same time. Yeah. And a lot of the best things in life, like are the hardest things, you know, it Mm. makes them so amazing. Like things that come super easy, Mm -hmm. like they can be nice, but they don't have that like depth. You don't have the attitude with it because there Mm. wasn't like a journey to get there. Yeah. And like as hard as the pumping and pregnancy and all these things were like, I would do it like, I'm going to do it all over again. Yeah. Because it's that amazing, you know? Mm, Yes. Yeah. And that's so true about like other, I mean, I think about that even correlating it to like starting a business or getting married or like anything like that. It's like, they all have things that are hard, but it still makes like a lot of that hardship is what makes it such a great, sweet thing. Totally. And it's just a constant learning opportunity. You learn so much about yourself when you mm. have this whole other identity as a mom and it's yeah. not, you know, it's not a mom instead of what you currently are. It's just like another additional, yes, you know, wonderful identity. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's so good and such a like important point. We talked about that a little bit at the beginning of like becoming a mom doesn't mean that that's like the only, like you are just Alexis, she's a mom. Like you still have these other qualities about you. You like hanging out with your friends, you have your job. Like, I think that's been such an important thing for me too. And I know for me personally was one of the things that like I feared in becoming a mom is like, is that all I'm going to be? Like, can I also work and be a mom? Can I also like enjoy like going out for drinks with friends and have someone take care of my baby while I'm out there? Like, and knowing like you can, like being a mom is not your only identity. A hundred percent. I think that I like to give the disclaimer, like childcare is so huge because like, Mm -hmm. I could not like travel if my mom or Jeff's Mm -hmm. mom, like my husband, if they weren't watching Max and like Max is in daycare and we have a babysitter. And I say that to preface, like I, you know, I'm someone who values my relationships in my life so much. Mm -hmm. Like I consider being a friend, a hobby. I enjoy Mm -hmm. friendships so much. And I am like, I see my friends just as much as I did before I had Max. Um, and maybe that'll change when I have like multiple kids, but I don't think it will because it's something that I prioritize so much in my life. Mm-hmm. And like, I will move things around and make it work and yeah. I'll change the babysitter to like, make sure that I, because that's an investment in my happiness. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I have a lot of, there's, I know people who don't have kids and they're like, Oh, when so-and-so had kids, we never saw them again. And I just mm-hmm. like never understood that because, yeah, you know, friendships are just so important to me. So Mm. even like, I mean, I, I think even just having like a supportive partner, like if you both value that, you know, just last night I was like, Jeff, I'm gonna, I want to go visit my friends in Chicago in March. Is that cool? And he's like, yeah, sounds good. Like, it's just like, we both 
like encourage each other to like take time mm. away, like go travel. We'll stay with Max for the weekend. Um, yeah. that stuff is just so important to yes. feel like feel yourself. Yes. And I think it just fills you up in a different way than like spending time with your child does. And it's important to like be filled up in all these different ways. Like I know I'm the exact same way. And that was something I told all my friends before having Calder was like, I'm not gonna be one of those friends that just like disappears once he's here. Like sure, it might take a few more like hoops to jump through of like figuring out childcare or like timing around his naps, but like we're still gonna hang out. Um okay. so and I and I know now like when I do have those times, like it just energizes me where I think it also helps me show up better with Calder, like be a better mom because I'm filling these other buckets. Yeah, that's a huge thing to keep in mind. Like whatever you're doing, whether like my son was in daycare today and I have this like mental thing where I'm like, okay, when he, when I have childcare, like I have to spend it working. Mm-hmm. And today I like really needed and wanted to go to Costco. And then mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to Zara and I'm going to buy some freaking pants. Cause I have no yes. clothes. And like, <laughs> it was wonderful. Like typically mm-hmm. I only let myself do those kind of things on Friday when I have max. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's okay to like, you're not like breaking a rule. And that yes. helps feel like myself, which makes mm-hmm. me like, it's my mental health and it allows mm. me to be a better mom for him and not like resent yeah. having a child. Cause I can't like go buy some pants if I need to, you know? Yes. Uh, and probably like makes everyone happier. Cause I think it's probably much easier to go buy pants at Zara without a child there. I'm like, okay, like- I have to nap. I'm going <laughs> yes. to have to like do all these things. It's yes. like, it's such a production to just like get yes. in the car. So. Oh yes. Yeah. I'm like, I feel like a Olympic champion. If I can, I remember the first time we like took Calder somewhere out of the house and like got him in the car seat, had the dive bag, had everything. I was like, I have conquered the world. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it's uh, a lot. Yes. It's a lot. Yeah. They gosh. come with all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, well, gosh, thank you just for even like your openness and vulnerability and sharing what motherhood has looked like and what you're learning. I think, I know for me, it's so helpful to hear. I hope for people listening that um, it's helpful for, for them to hear as well. And and just validating that none of us are alone in this journey. Um, if people want to follow along um, with you and your journey, where can they find you? Yeah. So my website is homosapien.com and my Instagram is at homosapien. So you can find me there. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for taking time for this interview. This was great. Thanks for having me, Dylan. We'll have to keep the motherhood conversations flowing. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the free method podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review that helps others discover this message of freedom. Share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.